Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real. And that's when we say, hats off. What's good hey, hey, in the neighborhood? Hey, hey, uh, what's good hey, hey. in the neighborhood? Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, I like that one. I like that. <laughs> All right, y'all. How's it going, hat heads? We in here. You know what I'm saying? Living my life like it's golden. Hey, I love it. How are you, friend? I'm good. It's... Almost that time of year where the food is made with love. Why did I think for a hot second you were going to give a, a shout to Christmas? I was like, is he in the Christmas spirit? No. I know. <laughs> I, you see, but you saw how I was like, what? Because, you know, as I was saying, I was like, ooh, I wonder if this sounds Christmassy. No, it's almost my birthday, yeah, y'all. It's almost my birthday. So excited. Uh, Earl has the best birthday ever, y'all. Like, I just need y'all to know it. Ever. Drinks and food. Yes. And just, I already have my birthday outfit in my head. Look at you. Mm. I like it. It's cute. It's cute. All right. So you're good. I'm good. I'm going to say, how are you? Busy. Um, busy is good. Um, me and the boy are working for on some exciting things for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been amazing. You know, the devil is always going to be busy. But that is what that is. But you got to um, tap his ass. Right. Right. And so we out here being great. So uh, to start us off, we're going to uh, tip our hat. Um, and I'm tipping my hat to my cousins. Mm-hmm. Y'all, it's amazing when like people around you are great and like people in your family are great like and doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. So, um so Gabby is 13 now. So when she was 5, her mom came up with this amazing idea to create these hair bows. I think I've talked about her on the show before. Um but it was like a no-slip hair bow. So anybody who's worn barrettes knows that you start the day looking one way and you end the day looking another and so my cousin Roz who is like amazing like does something fancy with the hospital systems and as a wife and a mother of two and you know all of these great things was like I do not have time in my greatness to keep redoing this child hair and buying bows so what does she do she goes and creates a whole new type of hair bow like just you know what this got there got to be a better way. <laughs> and so she created her and her daughter created Gabby Bows and have just built an empire basically. And I'm super excited to announce that you can now get Gabby Bows in Target. Do Tar- y'all understand? It's Target. It's Target. <laughs> And they also have a Mommy and Me Entrepreneurship Academy where other mothers and daughters can take Gabby products and, like, create their own, like, like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Empire selling Gabby products. Like, they are out here. giving her a franchise. Whole franchise. So, shout out to Gabby. Um, We will have all their stuff in the description below, but it's Mm -hmm. at Gabby Bows and Gabby Bows everywhere. Google it, find it, buy them. Somebody you know um, got a a child who wears hair bows (laughs) and needs these in their life. So, shout out to Gabby and her mama. So exciting. Yes. And I am tipping my hat off to my good friend, Dana Roni Macaroni. Yes. I've been calling her this since. So she calls me Earl with the Jerry Curl. I love it. And I call her Dana Roni Macaroni. We've been doing this since we was like 
fourth or third grade. That's awesome. To this day. Um, but Dana recently started her photography business on the nice. side. And okay. she's based in Atlanta. So, you know, if you live in Atlanta, you always events and things happening in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, her Instagram is called D period Pictions underscore. I love that. Isn't that when I was like, that's amazing. I'll Tell her I said her. hats off on the Listen, name. You know I love a good name. Right. When I first saw I was like, D Piction, I was like, D, because it's Dana. <laughs> but it was like, that's so cute that you separated because it's yes. a word. Yes. And Dana actually does aerial aerobics. Oh. Like, okay, sis. Um, like in the silks and things. Oh, okay. In the hoops. She, and every time she graduates to a new level, she posts the video. But she better. She's like hula hoops and silks yes. and things. She does that on the side. That became a part of her like self care routine I this past love year. It. And like her skills are, are amazing. We are disgusting. watching her right now. Is she already doing better than me? Because she about to spin and not break her leg like, and her neck. Yeah, that looks like, so fun though. Why don't we need to do that? They so I want to do a strip club. I mean, oh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Okay. Not a club. And, I mean, no judgment. No. If y'all like to go to the Shake'em Club, go I ahead. I know. I want to do a pole dance class. Yes. I think for my birthday. Yeah, I want to. I don't know if I'm going to be there. You know Carter and I are training no, no, for no. the it's 5K. Um, oh, no, I'll go. I just I want to go and be great, and I'm not going to be great. Well, and you I'm know I'm going to be great on their first time. But I want to be great because pole dancing is the... But you know, that might be a good training for you for That's a 5K. That is true. We're both doing 5Ks in 2020, you yes. guys. Yes, and Carter. And Everybody's Carter. doing the 5Ks. Because we are y'all doing? doing? We're going to do the... We're at least going to do the hot chocolate 5K. Okay. Um, In February, but we are hopefully maybe going to do a couple more. Tracy and Jeannie, who I love and I know listen to the show, go send me a text talking about do you feel like y'all will be ready in November and we're like we're gonna do a 5k on Thanksgiving and I was like the only thing that I will be racing for is on Thanksgiving in the chicken is Miss Betsy who is Jeannie's mama Miss Betsy's last slice of pound cake like if you, that's it I'm gonna run to a plate and I'll wait at the house for y'all because I ain't even going to support right I'm gonna be a house. Right. Stretching and making sure my stomach is ready. Girl. I'm gonna be priming my tum tum. <laughs> Sis, are you crazy? I was like, y'all cute. There's a meme that's like, before you get married, make sure you know if your in laws are the kind of people who run races on the morning of Thanksgiving. Because I'm not. And I was like, like that's I was like, that's an important question. And I saw a meme earlier that says, I refuse to get married. Until I can afford an open bar, because I I respect my friends. Yes, I would never. I hope you know, I would never, Earl. I would never. Like I would never. That's the most important cake and open right. bar, right? And like liquor. Like I've been to a wedding where they're like, it's beer and wine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what am Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I like those things, and I want to open. It's bar. time for a you Crown know, Wang Dang Doodle. Crown apple. All right. But yeah. So no. But I saw it and I was like, I feel seen. Same. Because I, I will never go to a dry wedding. Mm-mm. I don't care who probably. I don't care Uncle John 20 years. <laughs> he needs some self-control. Right. right. You don't punish everyone else. Because <laughs> he got some some things, some character right. flaws. Right. Dry wedding. Yeah. You tell me it's a... a my rule, when you come with some bullshit, you give it a bullshit gift. Right. And if you tell me this is a dry wedding, you might not. I'm, I'm not coming, so you're not getting a gift. Right. And if I do come, the gift is going to be dry. And if <laughs> I got to pay for drinks, not your budget. Right. I got you. Yeah. My daddy don't drink, and I got married in Vegas, so. All right. I guess that's where we're going to be. Like, it is I'm what sorry. it is. Like, that's where we at. This is a party. It's a party. So, yes. Well, I mean, I'm just in awe of the amazing melanin-soaked women that we know. Like, that was... Woo! That was a lot. Y'all better get you one, because we is the shiz naive out here. I don't know why I keep... I said that twice. I'm going to stop doing that. You said shiz naive? Shiz naive. Remember Lil Scrappy made that up? Yeah, but I didn't realize you said twice. I said it twice, yeah. When when we were looking at the the video, I was like, that's shiz naive. But yeah, get y'all a black woman. I'm telling you. 
Get one of my games to get you a black woman friend. Right. I'm telling everybody, get you a black woman. Mama, if you need a new mama, get, get you, you a, a black, black gay woman. Best friend. Get you a black gay. You definitely the black gay best friend. If you don't have one, you probably look bad. <laughs> you not. I'm just gonna throw it out there. But no. It's only about 10% of gays. Oh, they, they is that a stereotype that I need to not hold to? I know. Did I, I luck up? You lucked okay, up. Okay, well, pray for But it's a lot of gays out here that be like, you look a plum ass mess. Mm. I mm. want to say fool, but you know, sometimes yeah. I say fool a bad word. That's true. That's my know. favorite word. I like fool. Yeah. Oh, fool. It, means, it reminds me of the people under the stairs. Did you see that movie? Goddamn. That's an old one. I took, a, yeah. I took it back. I took it back. Remember that, please? <laughs> I love that movie. I was haunted. Number oh, that's one, because I was like, "Oh hell, there's people in the walls and shit." Remember when he was just like shooting at the walls and like, one of them got free. Bah! Who let us watch these things? No one. That's, no one was monitoring. <laughs> right. That's most. Oh, that's all when you ever talk about. It's like it's Carter. Oh, I'm like, I'm not good to ask. Right. I watch plenty of things. Yeah. Looking back, I know he wanted to watch Harriet, and I was like. Mm. Well, maybe in a couple of years. You know, I should And he only wanted to watch it because of Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, you know, so. And he was like, he's like, is it the slavery? Yes, it's that's exactly what it is, but that was some bullshit. It's definitely the slavery. It the slavery? It's the slavery, bud. That's 100%. Always going to be the slavery. Oh. But there's this other show. <laughs> there's another show that's coming on. Either it's on HBO already or it's coming to HBO, but Lin-Manuel Miranda's in it. So I was definitely going to let him watch that. But it's like TV 14. Hmm. But it's like the monster with it. Something interesting. It looks like kind of um like a Narnia kind of situation. Oh. Like there's a polar bear that maybe talks oh. or something. Oh, no. You know what that's off of? It's yeah. off the movie The Golden Compass. Okay, right. So, yeah. So And I feel like I saw The Golden Compass and it wasn't terrible. No. And it's literally the same, but the oh. little girl. So, you know, Nicole there's Kim a little and the girl. girl. Yeah. So, and she like looking for her dad. Yeah. So, they waited too long to do the sequel. And of course, I mean, that girl was like 12 when she did it. Right. So she, it's over. We got. They over. all age, mm-hmm. so they took the. They just got. Um, which they this new girl is doesn't. It's not a redhead like the original, mm-hmm. but it's literally just. The, it's the the series from the books oh, of the Golden Compass. Okay, it's, it's a show. He form. can watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're gonna do the whole recap of like you know it's the witches and the polar mm-hmm. bear. It's literally golden. It's, gotcha. Because it's, it's rated TV fourteen. And well, I was you like, know really? they always got because people die. Uh, well, I mean we're already I mean, we're we're in book four of Harry Potter, so yeah, and it's, it's not like a world about to blow like up. Harry so abracadabra, death. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're gonna watch that then. No, y'all definitely can do that. All right, y'all. So for our pop your top segment, Damn, like twelve minutes in, I know. Talking about, talking about like, I just y'all. It, it's been something that's come up in a lot of folks' lives lately, and I just don't know what's going on with this need to control people. And I just am in awe of a the links people will go to to control somebody, but also the harm they will do to themselves in the name of control. And and their families and so i just wanted to talk about it today because i also wonder like do people know how controlling they are do you think people are like i am controlling and that is why i'm behaving this way i just feel like with social media and it being 2019 i don't think there's any reason you wouldn't know Mm. say more about that just because like there's so much information out there that talks about control uh, but I guess it depends on what information you allow yourself right. access to. Mm-hmm. But and just your in, level of insight, do you see yourself? Right. Well but I feel like we're in such a world and time of where people call people out. Right. That you should know. Mm-hmm. But I, I got, I realized I'm, I'm a pearl in this world, <laughs> and I have to stop. I, I, I realize my standards on what a human is supposed to know and should know. Self-awareness is not common. That's true. I'm going to backpedal on that Mm -hmm. statement because I am putting too much faith in human beings. Right. So what do you think are some signs for people to notice like, okay, maybe I'm controlling. You get bothered when everybody decides to make a decision for themselves. Mm. (laughs) That's That's that's, the number one. When somebody tells you no. And you pissed off. You bothered. And you get bothered but not only do you get bothered you in some way try to change their no yeah. 
And if you can't change their no, you act out, you lash out, or you, you get, get ugly or manipulative, you are controlling. Because guess what, y'all? People get to tell you no. And it's weird because I do think in society, we now understand that no means no as far as consent. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we really understand what consent means. Yeah. Like, I can consent to be your friend or not. I can consent to be in a relationship with you or not. I can consent to spend money or not spend mm-hmm. money. Like, consent is a broad, broad thing. And people can tell you no over and over again about various aspects of their life. Mm-hmm. I just don't get why you don't understand, but you can't be told no. That boggles my mind. <laughs> Welcome. I just, I don't know. Yeah. People just again, you know though, everything comes from childhood. We say this every episode. Everything comes from childhood. And I feel like when people have lived in these experiences where they've had no type of control growing up, Mm -hmm. that when they get the slightest of freedom, they want to one because most people either mirror what their parents did right. to them or they do the opposite. Yeah. To the extreme. That's just as mm-hmm. unhealthy. Right. So, like, I feel like once they get free, they like, well, I was raised like this. I'm going to do the same thing. Or they be like, I got to control everything because my life was so bad. But it's like, now you're making your child life just as bad as yours. Right. Because you don't believe in just some type of freedom as a right. human. Because it's like, what do you expect your child to now go look for? They're going right. to look for a partner that's controlling them. Right. Which we know that's how most DV relationships mm-hmm. happen because it's generational. Right. <sighs> right. And I just, I also think that there is a level of ego yes. associated with control on a couple levels. First level is that you assume that your right is the only right. Which is dangerous. Right. Super dangerous. Second is the assumption that you know better for somebody than themselves. Like, which is dangerous. Like, people know what they want. From very little, babies be like, no. Right. I'm good. (laughs) I'm full. Right. So why would you think that now all of a sudden these other people, usually other adults, don't know how to take care of themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it, but I totally agree with you. I think a lot of it comes from childhood of being either in too much control, because um, sometimes you can have the person who was parentified as a child mm-hmm. or had to really like take care of themselves, or you have the person who lived in chaos um, and no one was taking care of anybody. Mm-hmm. And either way, they really like feel like the only way to survive is their need for control. Yeah. Right. Do you think you've ever struggled with control? I think I had the, because I, I feel like everybody at some point has a bit of just, I don't think that's just part of growing up, of I like agree. things that's out of your control. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lesson everybody has to learn just growing up in general. Like, mm. well, honestly, as soon as you become an adult, you just realize that I control none of this shit. Right. <laughs> I'm and on this the is ride. a scam. I'm Adulthood on the ride. It's a whole scam. <laughs> All that I control is if I'm going to pay this bill today, right. but I know I got to pay it by this day. Right. But no, like, I think that's just a lesson you learn of what's in your control and what you kind of have to, like, give away. Right. So I think I had, like, this typical of just, like, oh, what I've learned is that I can control, like you said, if I'm going to say yes or no. And mm-hmm. if I'm going to, like, if I don't want to go to this, I'm not going to go. Or if I don't want to mm-hmm. do this, I'm not going to do it. But I don't think I had, of like, being controlling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably when I was younger, for sure, though. Like, we don't yeah. play this game. But then, right. you know, like... But, but I think that starts young. Right. You, know, you get older, you learn, oh, that's not how it works. Right. Right. And I think... But I think even if you are, like, younger and you have those, like, conversations like, oh, no, you don't get to just pick this. Mm-hmm. It should be instilled and you. it should grow with you. But I think a lot of people, would, when they are younger, they used to do what they want. Mm-hmm. And it just continues because nobody's telling them no. Exactly. Exactly. So you also got them kind of households where... We don't say no in this house. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's stupid. But that's if you dangerous. want to do that, fine. But there are no's in the world. It's like, all right, well, you making little Johnny here a predator. Right. Right. Because he... Because no's are a thing. Word, but okay. No's are a thing, actually. 
Yeah. And I also think it's like this extreme insecurity, like this belief that if they don't control this person, they will lose this person. Which and is backwards. It is. Because you're going to lose me by thinking you're going to control me. Right. Well, sometimes I've seen it. Well, no, no, where no. People, I'm talking about a whale person. Right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But if you are someone with a lot of control issues, you will probably find someone very easily manipulated mm. because energies match. Yeah. And you tend to link up with people who... Um, you know, you feed off of whether you're well or you're unwell. Mm-hmm. So two unwell people are going to tend to link up and two well people. I always tell people that when they get all like on their soapbox about like my partner is so unwell. I'm like, well, are you? Not? How do you think they found you? <laughs> and how you staying around so long? You've been right. so unwell. If they're so unwell, you like it something you about are that. in this bullshit. But that's the, also that control because you right. like that. I get to help them become better. Right. But really, you're trying to right. control them into this being right. that you want. Ego and insecurity. Those are the two things that mm. are de- that are definitely going to have I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna some make control. A thing for us to post I like it. Tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. About this control. Because yeah. y'all, y'all are struggling. So I think my relationship with control is interesting. I actually think I am more controlling of certain things. I'm super... I don't know if controlling is the word, but I'm very like... Particular? particular about things and I think I have to stay on top of that um like so for example one of my friends we were talking about like Thanksgiving and I was like I'm not really sure what I'm gonna do and she was like oh well we're probably gonna have something and she was like well you have like a house and I have an apartment could we do something at your house and I was like who all gonna be there and she was like what you mean she was like well you know whoever wants to come I was like oh no no, no. And she was like, what? And I was like, I'm real particular about the energy in my house. And I don't even think that's controlling. I think that's a boundary. It is a boundary. But here's the thing. I had to learn that I needed that boundary. Because I grew up where shenanigans ensued and I couldn't have no say. And and I also moved a lot. And Mm. so for me, in my home, like my home, like there are people who I've known all my life who can't cross the threshold of my house. Because your energy not good. And you're not going to leave that here. I think that's a positive control. Because I do think there's a difference in being positive control and like a negative. And then be controlling. Yeah. Having control of your life. Yeah. And being controlling. But see, here's the difference. I think the difference is whether you're trying to control yourself or other people. Right. That's the difference. No, I, very much. I'm just like, this, you but can't come to my house. I always have friends like, you be really like tripping about like, people coming to your house. I was like, you got that right. This, yeah. This is my space. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is if y'all bring somebody in here mm-hmm. and I don't like that energy, I'm going mm-hmm. to ask them to leave. Right. And that that's going to be up to mm-hmm. you to explain. Right. Because that ain't my person. Right. And but then also even after they leave, there will be a level of that energy that lingers that yeah, I am then responsible to clean it out. Now I gotta clean. I gotta clean. add something to my life. So yeah, I'm real big, and that was one of the things where I was like, I think for me, my boundaries were too lax, and so for a while I've over I overcorrected, and I'm more balanced now. But there are things where I'm very like, nope, that's not a thing. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'm because I'm definitely not controlling the other people. I'm real big on the okay. That's, yeah, <laughs> all right. Shit, do it. Yeah, they'll be like, you know, even with Carter, like, I think, you know, there are, I'm very, like, set on certain expectations, and then other things, I'm just like, whatever you want to do. Like, my expectations are, like, do your best and be a good human. Have mm-hmm. good character, be decent, and do your best. But if he came in here right now, well, not here, because we're not at my house. But if he came to, my, came to my, my room and was like, let me get some tape and some scissors, I'd be like, okay. Because you know that you can't tear up anything in this house. Like, we need to take care of our home. Yeah, That's an expectation. expectation. And so, I, my assumption will be that you're going to do something creative, but contained. And I can't I'm not going to see Right, it. and I'm excited because I'm not going to stand over you. And what I've seen is he's able to do, like, he brings me back stuff. And I'm like, oh, that is actually really cool. And so, I really think with kids, we have had to, like... People have gotten really controlled. Like, well, maybe not. Maybe it's always been that way. Do you feel like it was controlling? Not necessarily for you, but like kids, the idea of how to parent was very controlling in your I generation. In the black community, mm. the idea of control is very high. I, ooh, Especially with our let's children. Let's speak on that. Because just think, I feel like in our community sometimes, again, we talked about this in the past. In past episodes of just like fear, mm-hmm. the insight of fear, and mm-hmm. just like how when 
fear comes about, I feel like that's when that control drive like just goes yeah, overboard. I agree. Um, so I just think about even of like, I think people are doing our generation and raising what generation these kids are. So they're either Z, Z or, or Alpha, depending on how old they are. Okay, Z and Alphas. I think mm-hmm. just with millennials and people like them raising kids now you are mm-hmm. seeing that more of like I want you to be able to express and have right. ideas but I think our ideas at younger were very like contained mm-hmm. out of fear yep and I think in our community when we are type of control sometimes is the discipline behind it it's just Absolutely. like you're trying to beat the creativity out or right. just um, you're trying to beat this them out of not wanting to fit your norm right so right. you're trying to beat your norm into them yeah and their, like own individuality out of them because i think that's really where that first mm-hmm. type of control goes because mm-hmm. it's like there's ways to do expectations and what you expect of your child without going to the extreme absolutely of, you know that yeah yeah, That's I think even the whole idea of like children are to be seen and not heard, which I'm just like, which is what? shenanigans, right? Because it's just like, what do you mean, right? But what, that's like that's so control. Like you're not even like I control you to the point where you're not allowed to be to speak unless I seek information words from you. Like, but then you turn around and are sad when your kid doesn't come to you and tell you right. that something has happened to them. Exactly. Why wouldn't you tell me? I don't feel comfortable talking to you. Right. I'm not allowed to talk to you. Right. You, come you to told me. me that this was not a thing, and yeah. so no matter what else is happening in the world, I'm not going to share it because a long time ago you told me it wasn't a thing. And I don't think parents like realize like what you say at that age. That shit sticks. Absolutely. <laughs> Even if you like you thought you just was saying it in like a pass by way. No, it's mm-hmm. it's been embedded now. Right. So, yeah. yeah, I do. I think controlling children is one of the like classic ways that we see people exercising control, even into adulthood. I definitely have worked with clients currently work with clients where it's like, you grown, you can say no, and you can see that the lights are just now coming on for them that they actually can, yes. like fully functioning. Like, these people are well and do their, like, are in the world working and they're just like, oh, but I can tell my mama, no. Why can't you? Yeah, absolutely. Not only can you, you should. But it's like, realize, and I think we talked about it when Nedra was on here, we talked about, like, how relationships evolve. Mm -hmm. So, your relationship between your parent and you when you were a child is different from you as an adult Mm -hmm. because you do get to express your own rules and have adult conversations. So, you know, it's like you need to realize it's a new boundary. Mm -hmm. And you can say no. Absolutely. I just told my family members, no, I'm not going to be in Charlotte for Thanksgiving. I'm going to Columbia to see my grandma. Right. So, don't look for me unless you're coming to Columbia. You know? And that's that. And they're like, oh, okay. That's where you are. Yeah. 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 And so what do you think are some of the more subtle forms of control? Because I think sometimes people don't realize they're being controlled until, like, it grows. You know what I mean? Subtle things are just, like, simple questionings of why you're doing something. Mm, That's a good one. So, like, oh, I'm about to go, I'm going to cut my hair. Why would you want to cut all your hair off? Mm. Why? Why? How do you think you're gonna look? Don't mm. you think you look better with it long? Mm-hmm. I like it better when it's long. It's just like very mm-hmm. simple. That seems like mm-hmm. oh, we're just having a conversation, but mm-hmm. no, you're yeah. legit telling me. Or like, who are you trying to impress? Right? Like, you ever wanted to cut your hair at mm-hmm. all the rest of this year? And now you won't cut your hair with somebody. Or like, know? why would you want to apply for that job post? Mm-hmm. Or why do you want to quit your job? Uh, Cause I feel like a lot of parents do that too with their mm-hmm. like adult kids now. Yep. Well, why would you you switch jobs too much? Right. You, no, you know you need to stay there for mm-hmm. at least twenty years. Why do you? I feel like you've been quitting jobs like every three years. You want something new. Why? Why don't you just want to sit still? All right. But it's like that's that control that comes from mm-hmm. concern and fear of mm-hmm. like you're not going to reach. But I think it's very like subtle things. Just like that's a good. One. I didn't think about the questioning, but that is a huge like form of control. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also, um, like financial control yes. can be really big. I think, you know, people aren't, you know, like even sometimes when people are like, no, we pool all our money together. 
Right. And I know for some people that works, but like in some situations, I'm like, then how do you individuate? How do you right. create space? See, and I, I, love, I actually love asking like couples who have like that reach that milestone. Because mm-hmm. I always ask people like, well, how do you go about doing it? And the most people I know that I feel like they have healthy relationships, mm-hmm. they do just a joint account that they put in yep. money towards mm-hmm. bills. And it's right. for bills or maybe vacation, mm-hmm. but like they still have their individual accounts as they should. But it's right. like for our for our bills and things, we put money into this one account, and mm-hmm. all the the bills come from that account. Right. But anything when this is like, cause I, you know, I ain't trying to say like thank for the worst, but what happens when y'all had that one account and then y'all got to separate? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, how many cases have you seen where a person leaves somebody and they take all the money? Right. Oh, yep. Yeah, now you know, and that's a sense of control, mm-hmm. or just controlling like where you're going, or yes. how much money you're spending, or when you get mm-hmm. to spend your money, mm-hmm. or what's a big one that I see a lot at work. Another sly way of control is when people try to guys control as trust. Mm. So we should have each other's passwords to each other's phones. Mm. We trust each other, right? Mm. You don't have anything to hide. I don't have anything to hide. Mm -hmm. There's no reason that I need to have access to. Like, I don't need your uh, password to your accounts. For what? Like, that's your... Do I have the lock to your damn diary? Right. I put everything in the perspective of a diary. Mm Mm-hmm. Why would I give you my Instagram, Facebook, or whatever account? No, like, do I hand you my diary to read? Right. And if that's your case, you need to get the hell on out of there. Right. <laughs> right. That's domestic violence. But, but you know, it's just like that sense of just, I hear a lot of people like, well, we trust each other. Like, I had a kid, they were like 18, came in, they were talking about, yeah, I gave her my password to my Snapchat because she was just like, if you tr- I trust you if you trust me. And this is like, that ain't Mm-mm. trust. Mm-mm. That, that's distrust. That's why they want right. your password. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you don't have nothing to hide. You're right. But that's a boundary. But I still got privacy and a exactly. right to it. So Absolutely. I, yeah. People get real mm-hmm. sneaky. That yeah. that covert yeah. control is yeah. very, I think, yeah. has grown. Oh, absolutely. One of the things <laughs> that I, um, I saw a meme recently that was like, when are we going to start talking about the people who make people believe they love them in order to get them to have sex and how that's really assault. And I was like, oh, that's a good point. Because I know that I've been controlled by the I love you before Mm -hmm. and felt like, but they love me. You know what I'm saying? Whether Mm -hmm. it be friend, whether it be someone I'm with, like that idea of I love you, we are connected somehow. Mm -hmm can be a controlling factor. And I know that I personally had fallen for the okie doke with that before. And so that is a level of control, making someone believe that what you're doing to them is love mm-hmm. when you're doing it because you love them is a form of control. Because love should be freeing. Mm-hmm. When you're loved well, you should, you should feel free enough to build. Like Oprah has been loved well. She feels free enough to build an empire, create a network. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, think about the people. Obama, the Obamas have loved each other well. They are such full, like, expansive people. That's love. Mm-hmm. So if your love is like, ooh, I got to fit in this box here, that's control. Yeah. Even with parents. I was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about like relationships with dads. And the girl, one of the girls on there was like, um, her therapist asked her, what version of yourself did you have to be to receive your parents' love? And I was like, ooh. And she was like, I had to be perfect. And I had to be an achiever. Mm-hmm. To the point where her, she was like the teacher called her mom in and was like, your child is like shaking all the time. And like yeah, anxiousness. Like, yeah. And she was like, her like, you know, nervous system is out of whack. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But she was like, because I had to achieve. And her dad just had like abandoned the family. So her mama was all she had. Mm-hmm. And if the only way to get her mother to love her was to make her like achieve, then damn it, I'm going to achieve. Mm-hmm. But then think how that moves into your adult life. Even that is a form of control. Yeah. And so I really think that if you hear anything in what we're saying on either side of, oh, I'm receiving that or experiencing that, or I am doing that, 
like you need to get some clarity and you need to set some boundaries. We're not saying cut everybody in your life off, but you need to have some hard conversations and set some boundaries and things need to look different. Mm -hmm. And you need to hold your boundary, even with yourself. Like if you know you're the controlling person, set some boundaries with yourself and hold those and be like, I am not, I don't care if they say I'm coming in here and I'm going to dye my hair blue. Be like, okay, you know, I can't wait to see it, babe. How would you feel if somebody took away like your choice? Right. That's how I just like look at things like right. that. Is you don't have to agree. Mm-hmm. Hell, mm-hmm. it's a lot of things I don't agree with. I'm like, hey, right. With the shit, if it makes you got your smile, go for it. It's not you. It's not you. Mm-hmm. It's not you. It's not mm-hmm. about to affect you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I do think people who are controlling believe that though. I think they believe that everything everyone else does around them is in some way trying to impact them, mm-hmm. and that they have to be in charge of it. But that's actually not at all true. Mm-mm. Turns out. Turns out. So I think my question for you, let's play out a scenario for question of the day. Okay. So what would you do if, so we'll play it out two ways. We'll play it out as we're experiencing it and as the therapist client walking and dealing with it. Okay. So first, so you are married mm-hmm. to someone and they don't want you to be friends with certain people. But y'all married. Like, y'all are now married. You say, why? It's my first thing. Well, they feel like that person doesn't like them or that that person doesn't want to, doesn't have their best interest or your best interest at heart. And maybe even that that person wants to, in some way, um, like, tarnish your relationship with your, with your spouse. I would ask, what have they done? Mm-hmm. I need because once you make an accusation, I need mm. I need give me. What so let's happened. say they're right. Let's say the person does not like them, mm-hmm. but like that's just a thing. Like they don't like your your husband. Y'all don't have to interact now. What I could say, I can understand of like you might not want them in our house because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is equally your space as well, right? But if I want to go get lunch with these friends, right. no, they don't I'm want you to be their friend at all. You, you can't control that. Mm. For me, it's like, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. I hear you. Right. But you're going to have to respect my choice mm-hmm. and who I'm friends with. Right. Mm-hmm. And understand and trust me enough to know, like, if there's something that does arrive that does not work, then I will do what I need to Absolutely. do. But, mm-hmm. but that's a non-negotiable. Yeah, especially yeah. if it's somebody I've been friends with <clears throat> well before. Right. No, mm-hmm. I'm not cutting you. Mm-mm. Gotcha. You would have to give me some like concrete things of mm-hmm. like, oh, sh-. like I didn't know. Now, if you notice some things I ain't noticed, and I'm like, right. oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. yeah, because what if the friend is like, you know what, Earl, I don't like him. Yeah, I like being that friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your person. So what if the friend texts you? So I text you, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Earl, I don't like that dude. You should you shouldn't be married to that dude. Blah blah blah. And then he reads your text. Mm-hmm. Our well, text. No, we got to talk about first off because mm. why are you in my text messages? Because mm. that that's gonna pause anything you read. We need to go to that first. <laughs> gotcha. Because now you're you gonna overstep some boundaries, mm. and now you're being controlling. Right. That's the first. Mm-hmm. Why are you mm-hmm. in my phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And say I said some things. I was like, and let's say I said some things and you didn't gather me. Like, I was like. Now, that's a second conversation. Because mm-hmm. that is. We still got to get past the hump of why <laughs> you in my phone. Right. Um, And second, I can see like why you might feel hurt if mm-hmm. I did not be like, hold on, relax. You know. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about my person. I might, that might start thinking like, do you see some truths in that? Mm-hmm. If you didn't, cause I mean, I know if I, you had your person mm-hmm. and I would probably talk to you, you would be like, hold on, let's right. relax on, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. there, that's some issues right there. But if my friend texts me, like if you did, like you said, if you said you text me about a person, you like, I didn't like them. The controlling piece would be me trying to change your mind. Right. Mm. About why you shouldn't dislike Interesting. Them. And right. I don't feel like that's my job. If you right. don't like somebody, you don't like them for your personal reason. Right. All I would ask is that y'all respect each other. Right. At the end of the mm-hmm. day. Because mm-hmm. it's like I said, I have been plenty of times where I'm like, I don't like your person. Mm-hmm. But I will open my mouth and speak. Right. Speak. Right. 
we're not gonna have to do all this conversing. Right. But I will speak out mm-hmm. of respect, but that's it. Right. And that's all I would ask for anybody in my circle. I don't like each other. Disrespect each other. I just right. ask that you don't be disrespectful. Or you don't disrespect me and, y- and whatever anger y'all have with each other, mm-hmm. you respect me enough to keep it contained. Right. That's all I ask. Gotcha. Keep me respected. Right. Because I don't want you coming in no space I'm in or I'm having an event. Mm-hmm. I think about them housewives when they know good and once they don't like each other. Right. But then they come to each other's events and mm-hmm. be starting drama. Yeah, don't do that. But they are friends with the person who event it is. Right. Don't come in my shit. Mm-hmm. And causing a, all kind of chaos because right. you don't like this person. You right. better keep the shit cute <laughs> and take that down the street. Right. Because the moment you do that, all y'all gone mm-hmm. for me. Right. I got, bye. Right. So, I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm a hundred percent with you. Like, I don't know about other people, but when I say that my friends, like my current tribe. Mm-hmm. Have held me up out the dirt. Like I would have been in the dirt if it weren't for you and Mitri and Shelly and Trey. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like you you can't really ask anything of me in regards to my friend. Like you really like, they're my people. <laughs> like you really can't because they like whoever shows up in my life, and I'm claiming them now. I'm claiming them in 2020. Yes, yes. I'm claiming them in 2020. Claim but where him get here? I need him to know that this is settled. Like not only has it been built, yeah, it has settled in. <laughs> and you know what? This is my family for real. And so, and like, I think even in your vetting to... process of like dating, you're. I don't think, like I said, because I think when you're a healthy person, right. you're not going to bring anybody around that wouldn't fit right. your already that puzzle. That is true. That is true. I wouldn't bring in a piece that does not fit the puzzle that, that I'm making true. in my life. That so, is very true. Yeah. One of my first, because you know, as someone who identifies as heterosexual, mm. one of my first questions is always like, how do you feel about gay people? Because anything less than an, a, a, like an excited I love gay people yeah. and I have gay friends. Or like, we can just end this dinner right now and I'll pay for my path because like that's a non-negotiable yeah. for me at this point because of my tribe. Like, and Literally. because of my morals, but because of my tribe. And so you're right. That's true. Like, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't even, even bring anyone around that would not mesh with. Now, I think there's you still got to have a certain level. Of right, course. right. Not enough of like, well, God gotta you know turn this person down because they're not gonna get along with everybody mm-hmm. in my family but it's like i know enough that i'm like oh you are blend in really mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and i feel like i think i do a good job with it i, I think you do a great job two people right and that's mm-hmm. also stop right everybody home that's it. number one do the true vetting and courting mm-hmm. process do, court date chill out hang out get to know somebody i think i read an article that was like Three years is really the time where you really get to know someone. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, so there are times where Earl and I will have a conversation and we talk about everything. And y'all went through our text messages. Y'all be like, wow. But, and then I'll be like, really? I didn't know that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you don't like pineapples? That's so weird. Like, you know, like that is just a thing. It, It takes a minute. For you to know something, still gotta be organic. Yeah, it's not an interview, but I think you have to do vetting. Like, I don't bring somebody around my friends. Actually, that's the final test for me. Mm. Once I've seen you with my family and friends, that is true. That's when I'm like, you do that really well. You will. That's when we can Mm -hmm. become. That's really almost the deciding fact that we're gonna become official. That's true. Mm Because I have to see you. Like, if I can literally, which hell, we just did Mm -hmm. went to the fair, mm-hmm. left him right with Courtney. Yeah. I went to get a fry, a French fry. <laughs> and I come back Guess to what? them having, like, we had I talked was, about so many things. In five yeah. minutes, and I just mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. But that type of stuff makes me, like, beam with drugs. Exactly. I'm just like, I don't have to hold your hand or be, right. you know, I can leave, you can have a whole mm-hmm. And God, y'all, I, t- I don't know. They talked about so much. So much. It was good stuff, though. Yeah. Or like, even when I let them right. be my other friends, stuff. they were yeah. talking. We were all having lunch together. And they, I just got quiet. Because mm-hmm. I was like, there's nothing I can add to this conversation. Because I don't 
This is not mm-hmm. this is not right to my and life. And you know, like the shadiest one of us all, you know, Carter gonna do his mm-hmm. vetting and figure out what's so, going on. So like Yeah. But yeah, I just I do yeah, for me as well, that would be a non negotiable. And you're right, I wouldn't marry someone who Mm-mm. was showing signs of that already. And if I got married and you started showing signs of that, I'd be like, Oh, we need an annulment because this is not who I married. Like you're brand new. Who are you you met all my people now. Right. So you shouldn't have had any issues now. Now, if my friend and y'all had some kind of issue that arose, I also would encourage them to sit down and talk about right. it. Right. We got to figure this out. We're family. Yeah. So family sometimes has beef and we figure that out. Let's but talk then we move the fuck on. And we need to work through this. Absolutely. And go 100%. from there. And if that is that y'all just say hey to each other mm-hmm. for a while because y'all were licking your wounds. That's mm-hmm. okay. Right. Absolutely. My thing is just maintain respect. Yes. So now, what would you say as the therapist of the par- the partner who wants them to end the friendship? How is that ending? My thing would be, in them ending their relationship, what is that going to do to y'all relationship? Mm. Because they just say they just made a sacrifice mm-hmm. for you. Is that sacrifice going to cre- create resentment mm-hmm. for them? Right. I would ask, like, what is that going to really do for you in them mm-hmm. not talking to this friend? Mm-hmm. And why do you want them not to talk to this friend if it's your issue with them? Right. And not their the friendship between not it's not their mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. My question would be like, is this worth your relationship? Yeah. Because it may honestly cost you your relationship. If you are asking people to give up other people that they love, yeah. that is a breeding ground for resentment. Yeah. That will litter and resentment will end your marriage. So is this worth your relationship? And like, what is that doing for you? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that really going to do for you? They'd be like, I ended mm-hmm. that friendship. They're like, are you about to rejoice? Right. Like, what is that going to do for you? Right. Yeah. And probably would rejoice. But know that you be rejoicing by yourself, even if your partner appears to be rejoicing. Yeah. They are hurting. And you are the catalyst for that hurt. Yeah. And that is how relationships end. Like, I know could that. never imagine telling somebody in a relationship, unless that person that they have that relationship with is like toxic mm-hmm. and causing them harm and like stress when they come home. Mm-hmm. Cause then that's when it does affect you. Like when they're right. coming home later, it's like, or my, my mom has just went in on me again mm-hmm. today. Or every time I talk to her, it's so draining. That's when I can see you being like, have you thought about not talking to her for a while? Mm-hmm. Or like, cause I would ask you, I would encourage you. Like you should set some boundaries right. with your mom and how mm-hmm. she talks to you. But then if you keep coming back and saying she's still doing it, then as your partner, I might be like, do you think you might not even talk to her? Right. Because mm-hmm. you are coming home like broken every time. Yes. That's the difference from them that wanting them true. to end a relationship because you see that it's causing them harm versus right. you just don't like that person. Right. But at the end of the day, they can still say no. And you still got to You got to figure it out. And maybe you and your partner need some different boundaries. Because then you might have to say, they can still say I no. love you, but I don't want you to bring this person up to me right. anymore. Because right. it's now causing me stress mm-hmm. because I am your partner mm-hmm. and seeing you so upset is making me upset. Right. Because it can lead to that. Like, you know, they have this shitty person mm-hmm. and they're keeping this relationship and it's causing you to resent this person to where you right. can't be around them. So then you might say, I need you not to tell me nothing negative yep. about them because I've done that the way I show up when mm-hmm. I see them, gonna I'm going to want to check that. Exactly. So absolutely yeah and i've had to do that with some friends oh yeah don't tell me about what your dude doing right no more because i'm two seconds short i'm losing a license exactly so (laughs) you gonna cost me my license right and that's not fair to me it's not fair to me it's not it's not fair to me so Mm -mm. no don't tell me nothing else i like it cookies and smiles and and milk everything's great marshmallows everything is awesome So, yeah. Yes, I like it. Good job. I agree. Whatever Earl said, that's what I would tell him. You're going to lose your marriage. Good luck. Don't do that shit, girl. Girl, you in danger, girl. (laughs) Shout out to Whoopi. You in danger, girl. Like, mm -mm, mm -mm. set that boundary if you think, but good Lord. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with That's Not a Thing. Um, That's Not a Thing. Earl, do you have a that's not a thing? T.I. is not a thing. T.I. is not a thing. T.I. is the reason this episode. We didn't even bring that up. The whole thing. Well, I figured we were going to wait till that's not a thing. Yo. But he's the reason why this episode was created. I'm going to lean back and I'm going to just see that. So, what's not a... And you know what pisses me Mm. off to the highest passivity of passivities out in the realm of the earth and the world and the universe is I used to love T.I. Yeah. when I was young. I was a big Tip fan. Like, mm-hmm. my nickname, my mom and her customers were like, you look like a little T.I. Mm-hmm. ATL before he went to jail and got kind of adult weight, but I think he just got adult weight in general. But as I got older 
And the more he was trying to have this vernacular of words mm-hmm. that never like flowed correctly, right. mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't think I like him. Mm-hmm. And then more and more stuff came out. And he is a misogynistic, yeah. homophobic, yeah. controlling, disgusting man. Yeah. For you to be making your 18-year-old daughter want forcing her Forcing. Quote, under the guise of taking care of her, and she has to sign over her medical records to you because right. she's a woman. She's not a child. The fact that you take her every year a few days after her birthday, because what did he say? We give her her gifts, and then I put a sticky note on her door saying right. gyno tomorrow morning to see if her hymen... First off, I need you to get educated I enough to know to that educated. just because your hymen may be intact or not intact does not mean you're a virgin or right. not a virgin. There you can women, have a hymen and still be having sex. Right. That's a Or thing. vice versa. You can right. not have a hymen and still be a virgin. Right. So, like, the and, fact... Go ahead. The fact that you are comfortable... Like, feel like you raised your child enough to know that she's making the right decisions out here. Right. Because that's the thing. Because if she wants to have sex, she can have sex. If she's choosing not to have sex, she can choose not to have sex. But That's she, the power but of her who, having who, choice. Who is the person? Who? But for you to not only do that on your personal time and in your house, but for you to then go on a podcast, that's the oh, next level of control I need people yes. to realize. You said that shit on purpose and said, my thing is, the longer she a virgin, what dude going to want to deal with that? That's what he said. Wow. So now you're, that's where the misogynistic piece comes in, because now you're trying to say no man will ever want a, a virgin woman. Right. So how do you v- really view virginity? Right. So, like, you got a whole lot of complex issues going on, and I don't like him. Right. I don't like it. And I know you're not doing that with your voice. You're not. Because you're you're, not your, doing that your, with your second boy. young, whichever, the one before uh, Major, mm-hmm. King, mm-hmm. who's 14 or something, they said a few days after his 14th birthday, he told his parents he was sexually active. Wow. That recently came out of some article. Because, you know, people were asking the same thing. You said, like, right. you do this with all, are you policing all of your children? Right. Sexual and life? he out here fucking at 14? Right. What? Or doing something sexual. But. What? Yeah. So I just was like, that's disgusting. And what's even more disgusting is where the fuck is her mom? Where is her mama? That's like, a where great is question. Where is her mom? That, Because yeah. you're a woman. You're another woman raising a woman. Because my thing is, what does that teach her? Right. And I. Based off the things I've seen her, she seems pretty like grounded and she has does. her own mind. She does not like it. Right. But like they said she you... was even like liking people's posts who were speaking out against. Right. Because it's like, look what you're doing. But then that's sad on a whole nother level, because that means she don't even like like sometimes I just sometimes ignorance is a protective factor. And so I just I want the baby to be ignorant and so that she don't know that how but she knows how abusive okay. this is. Like it's that so makes me abusive. so sad for her. That's emotional abuse. It is. True definition of emotional abuse and power control. Yes. Because this is like the fact that you're doing this to your child. Luckily, she's like she has enough sense that she wouldn't have let a man do this to mm-hmm. her. But it's just like but you're you don't putting know because, this out right, there. You are teaching that her that this is this what relationship looks like. Right. Because you know, when we do her. intakes with the women at our job, one of the questions is. All right, is your partner sexually controlling, like checking to see if you've had mm-hmm. sex with people? So you know that means they're like all up in your privates. Yes. But I'm just like, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. The other thing about that is it pisses me off that the idea of of virginity is equal to worth. So let's say she is out here. Let's say your daughter out here popping off dude after dude. What does that have to do with her worth? She is your child. It's crazy. And I'm not a proponent of give everything to everybody because everybody doesn't deserve you. Mm -hmm. And if she was in a phase of giving it to everybody, what does that have to do with anything? That is your child. Your job is to love her, support her, show up for her, whatever she is in life. If she has some sex tomorrow, what is that going to do? Her virginity is in no way equal to her worth. And what are you going to do if she says she having sex? Right. You going to cut her off? That's what I'm saying. Like, what's going to be the consequence of this? That, like this is that your and why are you not doing this to your boys? Right, because you're a misogynist and you think I, the same I, thing. How you were blatantly disrespectful. There are so many countless, countless examples of Ti flagrantly cheating on his wife. Well, you know, recently and then he she said he, like he Mayweather. owns half of her vagina mm. and feels like he should get sex when he wants sex from her. Wow. So I'm like, that's oh. sexual assault. 
Right. You don't own no nobody, parts of nobody's nope. body. Even when you give a, a, a piece of your organ right. to someone, you give it to them, but it's, it's now there. You can't say, hey, don't you drink that liquor. That's my, my kidney. kidney. <laughs> no. Like, but do you remember? I don't. Do you remember the clip? I know you didn't watch the show, but do you remember the clip where oh, wow. he was like, yeah. um, "You messed with somebody. I have a, or you were in a picture with somebody I had beef with." And she was like, "You slept with somebody who worked for me." And he was like, "But did you have beef with him?" Like, do you remember that? You where he something like, rat poison would have been in every no. damn meal. This I heard arsenic tastes sand. like almonds. I'm just saying. Well, hell, um, Fabulous ain't got no taste. <laughs> That's why people be using it. Not encouraging you no, to do this. No, please don't kill people. But, like, that but would I'm make just you saying, be That's how people snap. Absolutely. Like, because you keep being a... Mo- it ain't even a physical... It's that frequent emotional it's abuse that, that makes people right, snap. that gaslighting and that emotional abuse. Yeah. Because I'm going to be surprised that girl got down, pushed his ass down the steps. Right. Yeah. Like, or I wouldn't be surprised be if she disowns him. Right. One day you're going to be old and decrepit and your sons ain't going to be nothing out here but, you know, having all the sex. But you know. Your daughter going to be the one taking care of you. <laughs> What's that going to look like? Because like, I feel like his there's a big difference between his older set of kids and them younger ones. Mm-hmm. Cause what's his oldest son? Well, the older are not with Tiny. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm but, sure that there's a part of it too. Like their parents, cause you know that his oldest son, I think it's Messiah or whatever. Maybe, yeah. He seems like he has a very strong he connection does. with his mom. He does. I, he seems like he got all the sense. All I used the to watch sense. the show. Me too. And I remember Messiah used to always be like, "Down, really, calm down." Like what's happening? Like who's the one who's not Tiny's, but he's the youngest of that set? Um, with the ah. Uh, what is his name? Is he Messiah? Nah. Okay, Messiah's the oldest. It's King Major Messiah and then this boy. And Damani. 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 That's Damani. Damani's the girl. Uh-uh. Really? I thought Damani was the girl. I'm about to tell you right now. Yeah. Because there's one who's like problematic acting. He used to be real problematic acting. No, no, Damani's a boy. Damani's a boy. Deja, Deja is, is a girl. girl. Yeah, oh, right. That's Damani. Is Damani not with Tiny? Mm-mm, that's not Tiny. Oh, he now. just had the last two with. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, Damani. Damani is was. Remember how bad he? He was just like mischievous and talk mm-hmm. back. Him and King. and he was like a whole thing. Yeah, and so like yeah, that yeah, he was like a whole like. Acting like his daddy. Right. And so, but Messiah used to look at them like. Well, look, even in this picture with Messiah. Yeah, Messiah just <laughs> seems very like, I okay. Y'all on this shit. I, I got this together. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Messiah's the one. Okay. So, yeah. But I'm just really. Yeah. My thing is, you have to, like, please be aware that one day your kids are going to grow up and she's an adult. And when they, if she decides to cut you off, I need you to recognize why she does that. Mm hmm. Cause like, dude, you're doing things that I know I wouldn't if I had a daughter. I wouldn't want no man doing that to her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. He's just, but I think he abusive anyway. So yeah, that's not a thing. And like, here's the other. So my other, my addendum to that's not a thing is also. Let me just say that if your controlling causes harm to other people, I just want you to be prepared for the karma. That is at your door for that, especially if that harm comes to children. Them karmic ties. Man. Let me just say that. Let me. The, the word at church today was Psalm one hundred five, where it's like, "Don't mess with my anointed ones." Like when people have a calling on their life, when they are already supposed to be something amazing and then you do ugly things trying to hurt other people using them or trying to manipulate people using them like you are setting yourself up for the fall and if you are around people who do that you should be very scared and you should watch where you step because they might pull you with them let me just be clear like if you are out here hurting people trying to control stuff you are going to hurt yourself mm-hmm. like period point blank in the discussion because that's a thing and that's that on that right all right we gave these people a show 
Yeah, we did. Yes. Um, check us out on all the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are Hats Off Podcast CLT on Instagram and then Hats Off Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, you can follow our business page. My Instagram is Earl Martin LCSW. And that is also my Facebook page, as well as my website, which is EarlMartinLCSW.com. And I am Courtney Leak LCSW on Instagram and Facebook and Courtney LCSW on Twitter. And check out Carter's Curious Corner on Instagram. Yes. Um, send in questions for the questions of the day segment at HatsOffPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, guys, be you. Be true. Hats, Hats off. off. Hats Off is brought to you by Earl Martin and my mommy, Courtney Leake. And I'm Carter. <laughs>